Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello, and welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Fradenberg this week, and I am going to be talking about why we don't pull our money out or try and time the market if we know that a recession is either coming this year in 2023 or potentially maybe we're already in one. So why, knowing this information, would we not take our money out of the market put it in a bank account, in a shoebox, something in order to protect our losses. This is one of the biggest things. This week in particular, uh, this is going live on April 18th, 2023. And the market information I'm sharing here to date would be as of Friday's close, April 14th, 2023. I often use my mom as an indicator. I mean, she's my mother. She's also chicken little, right? So the sky is always falling. It could be a great market, a bull market. We have one bad day and I almost hear about it from Penny before I know with all my computer screens up and everything else if the market is down. So I'm just going to preface it with that. In addition to my mom asking about, you know, oh, I just think we're hitting into a recession here. I don't know if I should keep my money invested I do get it from friends and then, you know, there's several clients that always call and worry about such things. So I felt it was a relevant topic. And then also last week's episode with Nathan Steiner talking about mortgage rates and he mentioned several times being in recession currently. So I thought it was important to address the reasons why knowing this information, we don't take everybody's money out of the market. Essentially, it's called timing the market. So in this episode, I'm going to talk basically about three things, why we don't pull our money out of the market, what a recession is by definition. I'm going to go through some historical market recessions, give examples of why if we had pulled our money out of the market, it would be really hard to time that re-entry. And then I'm going to talk about a few things you can do if you're feeling nervous and just want to sort of check on your investments or if you have more money to put in right now, but you're nervous about what the market's going to do for the remainder of the year. I will close it out with sharing information on our economic update coming up this week, which is a webinar. And if you're listening to this after the fact, you can go to our website, pearlplan.com, and you can see our latest economic update is always in there. Uh, the replay. So you can go back and see in real time what Pearl Planning has to say on the market environment. A lot of the numbers I'm sharing today come from the slides that will be in this presentation. So if you're listening in your car and you say, I want to hear a little bit more or get a little bit more in depth as to what's going on and how I should invest from here, please do tune in. 
if you've listened to the news at all, or you, even if you get your news from social media, you have probably heard the R word recession brought up several times, at least in the last six months. So are we in a recession now in April of 2023? Yet to be determined. Most economists are saying we will at least have a mild recession this year. There are a few that are saying we may have a soft landing. But there are some indications, both in stress in our banking, as well as consumer behavior, that we could potentially already be in one. And by definition, a recession is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. In the U.S. economy, uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research, NBER, is who officially announces that we are in or have had a recession. Typically, by the time that happens, we're already on our way out as far as when it's officially called, because it is looking back on economic data. So we could conceivably be in one right now. So that's one of the main reasons why we don't just pull our money out, because the market, when I talk about the market, the S&P 500, and if we look back last year, the S&P 500 ended the year down just over 18%. At its worst point, so from the highest point in the market in 2021 to the lowest point at some point during the year last year, it was down just over 24%. If we look at that, that market was indicating a mild to moderate recession. Again, the market is forward looking. The other interesting thing, and this came up again, the penny test. In talking to my mother, she watches the news every day. I'm not going to get into which news channel, but literally from the moment she wakes up to the moment she goes to sleep, she has news running, 24-hour news cycle running in the background. She did not realize that the S&P 500 is actually up this year, which I thought was interesting. I think there are a lot of people that don't realize it. S&P 500 is up 8.3% by Friday's close, April 14th, 2023. If you're still reeling from your statements from last year, you may not know that the market is up. Are we in a recovery already from the recession that we're currently in but don't know about potentially? Maybe. Are we going to retest those lows? Maybe. We don't know. So I'm going to share with you some historical statistics on why we stay invested. But the biggest reason is that we don't know. There are a lot of factors with what's going on in Russia and Ukraine, some geopolitical risk with China. Anything can come at us, right? So there are things that are beyond our control, even if we have already seen a recovery. And I think it's important to revisit kind of why we have seen this volatility in the market over the last year. The Fed has raised rates at a historical pace. Why did the Fed do that? The Fed raised rates to slow the economy. Came out of COVID reopening hot, right? Inflation. Look at the price of eggs. Go to the grocery store, your weekly grocery bill. You're feeling it in almost everything, right? So we have had this inflation. The way the Federal Reserve tries to control inflation is by raising interest rates. And 
especially one of the first places that we feel it as the consumer is in the mortgage market. The intention is to slow the economy. In a perfect world, the Fed would raise rates enough to slow the economy, but not bring us into a recession. So the biggest question is soft landing, mild recession, or something a little bit more severe. And we don't know. Again, we're starting to see some stress in the banking system. We're seeing consumers pull back on spending. This means that what the Fed has done is working. The issue is that there is a lag. What I mean by that is the Federal Reserve trying to tap the brakes and slow the economy. What we're currently feeling here in April of 2023 are those rate hikes from about six to nine months ago. There are still rate hikes that have already occurred and that we have not even started to feel yet as the consumer. So that is why we're talking about it. This is a much deeper episode than I usually get into. So I do want to, again, just kind of share with you the general investing concept of why we don't try and time the market. So if you were At the low last year, down 24%, feeling like, oh my gosh, I cannot take this and I want to avoid future losses. I shouldn't have invested this money. Maybe you thought it was longer term money, but it turned out it was not. And you pulled your money out. You would have missed out on that recovery that we saw by the end of 2022. And now year to date in 2023. But let's look back. I'm 43, so in my adult life, and many people listening to this podcast, 08, 09, right? That was the Great Recession, and that one left a mark. It's still there. I still have PTSD, and I'm in this business. So I can only imagine how you feel when you hear on the news, on the radio. Do people still listen to radio, I guess, and satellite radio? The potential of a recession, right? It is a visceral reaction. You remember how you felt then. So if we look at 2008 financial crisis, the market or the S&P 500 hit its lowest point during the financial crisis in March of 2009. The S&P 500 closed at 676. Of course, we didn't know at the time that that was the market low, People were feeling low. Many had been laid off. They saw their 401ks drop. They were just feeling really, really low. So a lot of people did just say, forget it. I don't have the stomach for this thing, this investing, right? They pulled their money out. That was March of 09. By December of 2009, just nine months later, the S&P had rebounded to 1100 and 15, which would be a gain from that low point of over 64%. And I have talked to people, friends of mine who say, oh yes, we pulled out of the market right about the market low. And we've been waiting for a point to get invested again, or they're just done. They've been in cash that whole time and have missed out on the bull markets to follow. So what I want to keep in perspective here is that since World War II, we have had 14 recessions and we have recovered from every single one of them. The most recent being COVID. So we had the last recession 
February of 2020 through April of 2020, a very short recession. We have not had a time where there's been a recession and a market downturn that we have not recovered from. You want to keep a longer term perspective. It's very, very hard to do. It is an emotional thing, but I just wanted to reiterate why we don't try and pull money out of the market. It's pretty hard to time. In fact, if you look at a study from Dalbar, and I will link it in the show notes, the S&P 500 index between 1980 and 2019 had an average annual return of 8.7%. However, if you miss the 10 best days in that period, 10 best days invested in the market, your average annual return dropped to 5.5%. What that suggests is that we don't know when these best days are in the market. And because it's difficult to time re-entry when we pull money out, that is why we stay invested. While I think it's important to stay invested, it is important to make sure that you have emergency savings, cash on hand, that short-term cash should not be invested in the market. So if you are potentially facing job loss, which is very common, we've already seen it, not just in the tech sector, but in other areas are starting to have layoffs. You need to have money on hand so that you don't have to pull your money out of the market to pay your bills. Money that is invested should be earmarked longer term money. I'm going to link some other podcasts here in the show notes that we've done on both emergency savings and some other resources if you would like to touch on those topics in more detail. But to close it out here, I do want to just share some information on what you can do since we don't know what's going to happen. Is the market going to continue to go up from here from the lows of 2022? Or are we going to retest those lows as more economic data comes out suggesting that we are in a recession, that is yet to be determined. But what can we control? A couple of things. It's really important to make sure your investments are properly diversified and also in an appropriate risk tolerance for your investment needs. Secondly, if you have money to invest, like a chunk of money, and you're saying, oh, well, you know, I'm hearing that there could be potentially be a recession that we might come down from here because Melissa just told me that we're up year-to-date, dollar cost averaging. And you're probably already doing this. If you're contributing out of your paycheck to your 401k, you're already dollar cost averaging. If you have a chunk of money outside of your retirement plan, instead of putting it in all at once, it may be a good idea to dollar cost average. And what that means is putting it in the market in chunks so you're getting different pricing. Talk to your financial advisor about the best thing for you. These things, diversification, dollar cost averaging, proper allocation based on your risk tolerance and your time frame for this money. Those are the things you need to go back to. Having a financial plan, knowing exactly when you're going to use money that's invested is so helpful. Help ease the emotional side of investing, which is trying to avoid loss. Because often what we see is that this emotional behavior is what causes you to get a lower return than the market. Again, we have a webinar this week 
So if you're listening to the podcast on Tuesday when it goes live, the webinar is tomorrow, Wednesday, April 19th at 2 p.m. You are most likely listening to this after the fact. You can go to our website or the link below and get the replay. As always, thank you for listening. If you're listening to this and you know that you've heard family members or friends who are thinking the same thing or asking the same questions that we have addressed in this podcast, please do share with them. We really appreciate it. We appreciate our listeners and we hope that you're having a great day. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.